you're listening to Unraveling Rachel. This podcast is all about this journey that we call life and how we can live it more authentically so that it sucks less and feels better. Sounds good, huh? Hi there, my friends. How are you all doing? Staying well and sane, hopefully. And um, hope is exactly what I want to talk about today. Hope has been on my mind quite a bit. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen that I posted two quotes about hope recently because I've been thinking about it because we are in a time when it would be very easy to perhaps feel hopeless or maybe we're feeling hopeful that things will change and excuse me that things will change and we'll get back to normal soon or we're hoping that everyone's okay um we are hoping that um for safety, really. The hope is is for safety. And I think that that speaks to that first quote that I posted, which is, hope is the enduring belief in the attainability of primal wishes. And I posted that because I, I realized that much of my life I felt hopeless, and it was related to the way that I was raised, that primary wire that I've talked about, whether or not my needs were met early on, and whether or not I could trust that those needs would be met by someone. So to have a need and to feel um, that there's something lacking, a need usually indicates some sort of a, a pain or a lack, a want, um, like when, when we're hungry or we're cold. And then if that is tended to, then we believe that our needs will be fulfilled, that those primal wishes will be taken care of. And if that doesn't happen early on, then later in life, the belief that we will get the things that we want and desire um, is not as easy to access. We may doubt it, and that's hopelessness rather than hope. Um, <laughs> I I have this friend. I have this friend who is like eternally hopeful. She is like such an optimist. It's always like, well, yeah, that can happen. Or what about this? Or da 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 da. She's like the bright side of everything and um sometimes it it drives me nuts because I just don't think the same way that she does. I don't have that same internal wiring for everything is going to be okay. Um and as I study this nervous system stuff and really understand more about um early developmental trauma and just even if we don't call it trauma but just how we get wired for the way that we view the rest of life I can I can see that um I'm not I'm not broken in the way 
um, that sometimes I felt like I was when I would talk to her. I mean, talking to her always uplifts me, but then sometimes I would feel like, ugh, why don't I have that? You know, why am I always like, well, and always, I'm not going to say always there, I caught myself, but why do I tend towards a different pattern of thinking? And so that brings me to the second quote, that hope isn't a feeling, it's a thought process. It's not, it's not something that we feel, we might feel hopeful, we might feel hopeless, but hope is a thought process, it's a way of thinking. And I find a lot of relief in that because that means that I can actually become hopeful and I have become hopeful. I, that was really, really exciting to me um, to look back and see how for so much of my life I had been living in hopelessness. I mean, (laughs) it wasn't exciting to be like, yay, I was so hopeless. But to see that, wow, I really didn't have a lot of hope. I was really rather negative. I was kind of pessimistic. I didn't believe that I could ever have some of the things that I wanted in life, even though I wanted them and I had the desire for them and I said that I wanted them. I didn't see how it was possible. And I do now. I would say I'm much more hopeful now. I've made that shift from hopeless to hopeful And the shift didn't come because of outside things. I mean, if anything, life has given me, (laughs) you could say life has given me more of a reason to be hopeless. Like I got diagnosed with cancer. I had a major surgery that took like half my organs and I am not successful by like outside standards, you know, like I don't have the big house or the fancy car or the whatever. So by the way that a lot of people measure like success, which we tend to in our society equate with happiness, like why would I be so hopeful? (laughs) And that brings me to another quote on hope that I've been thinking about a lot. And um, I believe this is also Brene Brown. I don't know if it's a direct quote or just something I remember from one of her talks, but hope is a function of struggle. And I, I don't know if I said these exact words just in the beginning, but I alluded to it that hope means that we don't have something. Hope means that there's a conflict between where we are, what we have, and what what we need or what would take away some kind of pain. It means we don't have something. Um, and so in not having things, we hope for something. And that hope is a, the belief that maybe it's actually possible. Because when we're hopeless, we may also not have something. But like hopelessness is just like, it's not even possible. Like, don't even bother. What's the point? Like, you know, the world sucks. It's, it's sort of, I don't know why, but voting just came to mind for me. You know, there's that hopeless mentality of the system's broken. They're all the same. All those politicians, like, I'm not even going to vote because I don't actually believe that it matters. And I don't believe that there's possibility for change. So, like, just not going to do it. 
But then if we believe that there's a possibility for change and that voting is actually the way that change could happen, then we vote. Um, and it, we see another way. Um, so as I was thinking about hope and what I wanted to talk about regarding hope for the podcast, I thought, um, hey, I'm going to go and see what this coach that I really respect and I've learned a ton from, I want to see what she has to say about hope. Because so much of my um, like real shift into hopefulness, like the conscious, conscious shift to hopefulness has been thanks to some things that I've learned from her and what I understand about um like the think feel act cycle so we we think something we feel something about that thought we act on it it comes to be and that's that's at the core of hope hope is a thought process so we can um we can think that we want something or you know we want something we think that it's possible we we feel hopeful we feel motivated we take action on it and it happens um but then um, her podcast on hope <laughs> was called Hope is a Problem. And I was like, what the fuck? Hope is a problem? Why would hope be a problem? And she makes the argument that hope relies on someone or something else to deliver. Um, that it's not fully solidified into a belief of I can. And the word belief keeps coming up here. Um, you know, hope is the enduring belief in the attainability of primal wishes. Hope isn't a feeling, it's a thought process. And um, thoughts are just, or I should say, beliefs are just thoughts that are very well practiced and that we believe are true. So hope is this hope relies on something or someone else to deliver. It's not really solidified into a belief that, that we can do it, that, that it actually is. It might be like possibility, but it's not in existence and it's not within our control. I was like, huh, okay. Like I'm willing to entertain this. And she went on to use the example of like, well, I hope I can lose the weight. I hope I can make the money. And it's like, I hope I can. It's very in the future. It's not, I am losing weight. I am making the money. It's not being actualized. And in that energy of hoping it will happen, there's some action, not being taken that is the doing of it and also I think there is still a level of doubt it reminds me of my dad um, when he he told me the story of uh, one of his early counselors in AA or when he was getting sober dropping keys on the floor and pointing at them and my dad's saying, like, what? And he's like, oh, I'm trying to pick up my keys. And he was just sitting there. It's like he's trying to pick up his keys, but he's not actually 
picking up his keys. So hope isn't enough. And that's why the hope is a problem. So what is the point? What is my point here? Um, That we're all probably hoping that things will change, hoping that we'll get back to normal, hoping for something. And I think that's great. I think it's awesome. So two, two things. Um, I realize I might be getting, I might be confusing people a little bit here. This is what happens when I don't just sit down and like write out a structure and I'm free flowing. But the two things are that I don't believe that hope is a problem. I think hope is wonderful. And I think hope is a step. And there's a step beyond hope into being. And that all of those steps should be honored. So hope isn't a problem. Hope is beautiful. If we're moving from hopeless to hopeful, that's awesome. And then from hopeful, we can move into the actualizing and the being. We can, rather than hoping that we lose weight, we can be losing weight. Rather than hoping for peace, we can be peaceful. Um, We can really believe in the thing fully and believe that the thing is in us because that's, that's where the change starts. And I've said this before on the podcast, and I'll say it again, that the big shift happens inside. Like when I hoped that one day my my dad would really love me and my dad would really be there for me. It wasn't enough because I didn't believe that he was. I had to shift to the belief that he was there. And when I did, he was there and he has been there. And I'm not going to pretend that that shift was easy. It required a lot of examining my my past and the beliefs that I held, beliefs that I just held as true because I didn't know any better. It's hard to see them. They're like the invisible structure that holds up our lives and it is um it it takes a lot to become aware of them. They're so well practiced. It's like something that you know very well and then trying to like explain how you do it or the steps involved we may not even recognize them. So um shifting that relationship involves getting to the core of a lot of those, becoming aware of them and then willingly saying, okay, thank you. This belief doesn't serve me. It did. Goodbye. Um, and, and adopting a new thought pattern. Um, and so that's, that thought pattern is at the core of hope. And it's also at the core of going from hope, hopefulness, to belief. And like being, being, doing the action, the realization of it. So that's all I really wanted to share on hope today. Um, 
and maybe a little self-observation about hopefulness and how it's showing up in my life, I've noticed that um, <laughs> sometimes I am like, I'm more like my friend now. And my hopefulness can be annoying to others who haven't discovered that hope is within their control and that hope is a thought process and that they can also become hopeful. Um, and that hopeful doesn't mean unrealistic. Hopeful doesn't mean that we're not living in reality. I know I used to be like, well, I'm a realist. This is, this is just how things are. But this is just how things are was based on like past beliefs, past beliefs that it's just how things are, that when I need something, there isn't going to be someone there to answer that call. You know, that, that belief that got rooted in me in, in childhood, and that's a deep root that takes a lot of, of digging and a lot of, a lot of dirty work, kind of <laughs> shadow work, you know, the dark stuff to, to unearth and bring into the light and go, oh, like, thank you for supporting me and, you know, and guiding me through this existence, but I can, I can create new support for myself now and new thought processes that bring me into a fuller expression of myself and experience of this life and the things that I want. And I can believe that there's um, the possibility of attaining my desires. So um, wherever you are, if you're feeling hopeless or hopeful, um, or maybe you're already into the being, and we, we exist in these planes, I want to say, in all, all areas of our life. In some areas, we may be really, really good at like, we can figure out how to see the possibility and take action and then like live into it. And then in other areas, we're like, what? I can't know, like overwhelmed. Um, so it's, I don't know anyone who's got it all figured out. I certainly don't. And um, it's fun to actually be figuring it out. It means, it means I'm alive. I heard, uh, I think it was a Sam Harris podcast where um, he was talking, he said he had talked to a friend and um, like a problem came up or something. And his friend was like, well, yeah, I mean, you didn't think just because you've been like meditating and all this stuff that you were going to stop having problems in your life, right? Like life is just a series of problems that we get to figure out. and that might, that could seem daunting and like, ugh, just a series of problems that we have to figure out, gross. But I think it's exciting. It's exciting because it means that there's always, there's something, there's something to do, there's something to learn, there's something to experience, there are connections to be made. Um, otherwise, we just like, be in one place doing nothing and it's, it's, that's not life. So 
that's all I'm going to say about hope. I'm going to do another episode on how to get past those points of going from like hopeless to hopeful into actually being the thing really to get how to identify those um, beliefs that are holding us back. Let's call them limiting beliefs. That's what, that's what they're called in like the personal development world. So those invisible structures that are supporting our worldview as they are now and preventing us from moving into another worldview or up-leveling, you know? So thanks for listening. And I hope that you're having a great day, staying well and being safe. And we'll talk again soon. Um, Go over, follow me on Instagram. I'll be posting more quotes there. I, I used to have quite the quote collection when I was in high school. And when I left my last corporate job, a woman gave me a whole booklet of quotes. And I think I'm going to be revisiting those and having some fun with that soon. And so with that, I'll wrap this up. If you would like to hang out with me some more, you can follow me on Instagram over at Unraveling Rachel. I'll be sharing more quotes over there and all kinds of fun stuff. And I just want to leave you with one thing. If you are feeling hopeful about something right now, how can you live into that hope? How can you lessen the gap between the hope, the possibility of it, and the actual beingness of it? Now, maybe you're, you're hoping that we can get back to normal. Well, the reality may be that without endangering other people, we can't, but what could a new normal look like? Or maybe you're hoping that we'll all be a little kinder to one another after this. Well, how are you being kinder now? And what can you do to commit to continuing that kindness when things do shift? Just some thoughts. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Lots of love to you. Bye.